Hello, and welcome to the Unleash Pain Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Katie Sutton, and I am a rehabilitation specialist and master neuro coach specializing in pain specifically. 100% of us experience pain at some point in our lives, yet we are not told what pain is, why we have it, or how to navigate through it. Without this vital information, it keeps us stuck in the vicious pain cycle. This is where I come in. My job is to educate and inform you about all things pain so you can feel empowered to know how to navigate pain when it comes about. This is how you break the cycle and reclaim your life from pain. Without further ado, let's go ahead and start breaking out of the pain cycle today. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me on today's episode. Today, I want to share with you a very, very personal story. It has been the things that I have personally been going through for the last three weeks. The end of 2022 definitely taught me some big lessons and it came through with an injury that I got at a Krav Maga class. And I feel like sharing this is going to be super important, not only for me to process what I have gone through, but to also show you a different side, a different perspective when it comes to injuries in general and the meanings behind it and what they are trying to teach you. Because I am a firm believer that injuries don't just happen to just happen. They're not meant for us to be suffering. They come on based off of certain series of events, thought processes, emotions, internal conflict, stresses outside of us. There's a series of events, internal and external, that lead up to the injury itself. And this is a huge, huge shift. It's a huge realization not only for me in my journey, but in how we look at our own well-being, our own health, and how we can move forward with learning how to treat it. This is going to be a very transparent episode for you, and I'm going to throw out ways on how you can learn how to decode the messages from your body because Injuries definitely are a message that our body is sending us. If we can understand how to decode those messages, we're going to be able to promote healing at accelerated rates. And I am telling you this because I had an ankle injury. It's called an eversion. So if you are a medical nerd or just want to know the inside scoop on that, it is basically where you pull the ligaments from the inside of the ankle. An eversion sprain is usually pretty common. It's where the ankle kind of turns inward. And it's a lot harder with the sprain that I had because a lot of the times with that type of sprain, a fibula break is pretty, pretty common. However, for me, this was a lesson that I very, very much needed to know myself. And I am going to break down the series of events the thought processes, the internal conflicts, the emotional chaos that was going on internally with me that ultimately led 
to this injury of my sprained ankle, which I'm happy to say that I'm on the other side, but it's important to understand the journey and the process because this is a very, very different way on how I have gone about it. If we can all go about our injuries in a totally different way that accelerates health and healing and actually supports your body to do what it's supposed to do, oh my gosh, we are untouchable. We can do magic. That's how amazing it feels to me. All right, so let's just backtrack a little bit. The week before Christmas, I went to a Krav Maga class and I was starting to feel a little bit of pressure because I told myself that I was going to train for my level three green belt testing. And that was going to be happening in January of 2023 on the 14th to be specific. But I was just feeling the pressure quite a bit. And I felt like I had to go to training. I had to try my hardest. I had to push myself. Earlier in the summertime, I was asked and approached by my Krav Maga instructor and they wanted me to think about becoming an instructor for the Krav Maga studio that I currently go to. And I was incredibly flattered. I was honestly kind of surprised, but I wasn't at the same time. I was more surprised because they thought that I could do it. I'm not surprised because back in my MMA career and my jujitsu days, I was an instructor. I helped people who were going through MMA training and were preparing for their first fights. I was that one that helped to prepare them because I was a technical fighter. I was also an instructor for kids when it came to jujitsu and learning how to break down certain things as well. I am also an instructor and trainer for boxing and self-defense, so this is definitely in my wheelhouse of expertise. However, Krav Maga for me has been something that has been a tool to help me work through things, work through certain traumas of injuries and the mindset of feeling like I needed to prove myself. I'm super grateful for Krav Maga for this to be such an incredible teacher for me. However, when I was asked to be an instructor, it brought me back to that mentality, that energy, that time of when I was an MMA instructor. I was a jujitsu instructor. I was training four to five days a week, three to five hours every single day. And I would just go, 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 go. And I always felt like I had to push and I had to prove myself. And I had to train harder than everybody else because I was an instructor. I was starting to feel that pressure going into my green belt. And they said that if I wanted to continue on with my belts, I definitely could. It was not a requirement because they were looking for quality people and with my story and everything, they feel that I could help a lot of people. And I agree. However, Krav Maga is still a healing tool for me to work through some of my past traumas because when I was an instructor, 
with MMA and jujitsu. That was the prime time for me, but it was also a very challenging time for me as well because that's when I was accumulating all of these injuries. That is what set me down into that spiral of completely losing myself, of getting so injured, of dealing with chronic pain for 10 plus years. I was getting triggered. I was feeling this pressure being put on me. And it wasn't necessarily the pressure of the instructors that wanted me to be on the team. It was the pressure of me from Katie, past experiences, past trauma, past injuries. I was definitely feeling that cycle pick back up. Going back to December, the week before Christmas in 2022, I ended up going to a class where it was mostly men in that class. I don't think there were any women and I was the only girl. I was starting to get a little nervous because Every time that I have gone to a class with men in the past, I had always gotten injured and I always felt like I needed to prove myself, to prove that I was good enough, to prove that I was strong enough, and to push myself even past my limits of where I felt comfortable. And with Krav, again, I'm learning how to train in a totally different way and not come from that hustle and bustle that I was used to because I just was not listening to my body. My body would break down on me, obviously, with those injuries. And I did not allow adequate time to fully heal from those injuries. So it would just be layer after layer after layer. With that, I went into this class really nervous. But in the back of my head, it's like, you need to go. You need to train hard because your green belt test is four weeks away and you're running out of time, and we need a train now, and you don't even have this. And it was just spiraling thought process. The emotions that were coming up for me, it was a lot of anxiety. There was fear, frustration, and nervousness, and self-doubt. All of these things were just swirling and consuming in me. This had been going on for like the past... I want to say like six to eight weeks, so about a couple months, and the pressure just started building, and I was starting to second guess my body's capability. I was starting to get into my head of being an instructor because I am not as skinny or as slim as I was when I was an instructor, and body image definitely came up, and I was looking at all the other instructors in my Croft McGaw family, and I was like, I don't I don't look like any of them. They say that I have good stamina, that I have the skill set to do Krav and all of this stuff, and like I was flattered, but I was still in that old mentality of when I was an instructor in the past, and so again, I was just feeling this pressure kick on. Again, I was putting myself really hard and it's just like, oh, if you need to be an instructor, you've got to lose weight. You've got to be thinner. You've got to train harder. And of course, with all of the tools that I have used in the past, it's all about being and training harder and disregarding what my body really needed. Like in November and December, my body was really wanting to slow down. I really wanted to rest. I really wanted to take things super easy. 
I just felt like I had to keep pushing. I had to keep going because I need to set an example for other testers. I need to push, push, push. Again, I was repeating that same pattern if you can not tell already by what I keep repeating. But anyways, that class, I was feeling pressure and I was getting kind of nervous training with the guys because in the past, when I did train with guys, that's when I got injured. So of course my body is seeing that as a potential threat. Like you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. And this was probably in the back of my mind because I was training with the guys during that class specifically. And we were doing green belt stuff. I was not feeling like I was doing well enough compared to the other guys. I felt like I had to go harder. I felt like I had to have more technique and I just had a whole bunch of pressure. And again, my body just wanted to slow down. It wanted to rest. It didn't necessarily want to train this hard, but I was disregarding all of the messages and signals that my body was telling me and I just kept going. I went through a specific self-defense technique that I had done a hundred times. I even did it in my last level two orange belt test and went through it with no complications. However, during this one time, I stepped wrong and my foot just went out and I heard a pop and I just fell down and it happened so fast and everybody just came at me and just wanted to touch me and like, are you okay? And I was like, please give me a minute. I don't even know what the fuck just happened. It happened so fast. Like, is my leg broken? I haven't had an injury like this in a really long time. Shit, am I out? When I thought about being out for a green belt, there was a sense of relief. Oh, I don't have to train. I can take my time because I just felt like I wasn't prepared, like I wasn't ready for it and that I had to basically put on this performance when it came to green belt because I wasn't going to have a ton of testers test with me and, you know, an instructor in training. So it's just like, if I'm going to prepare to be an instructor, I got to lead the way. I've got to do all of this hard work. Again, it was just a lot, a lot of pressure on me. I was still working through some trauma experiences of sparring and I had not been able to spar like I had been wanting to because it's still something that really triggers me, especially when I spar with men and when I'm going through certain techniques with men and there's no other women I do feel a sense that I'm going to get hurt and that is just how my nervous system has been wired and how my brain has been programmed. These are things that had happened like over 10 years ago and they're still ingrained into my system and it's meant for survival and I was recognizing that. However, when I was asked to be an instructor, I put this pressure on myself being like, oh, We've got to set an example for this green belt. With that, my body felt that internal conflict, the anxiety, the fear, the nervousness combined with those thoughts of self-doubt and questioning myself. When I did spar, I did get injured and I am still working through some trigger spots and you can't necessarily put a time limit on when you're going to move through past trauma, past what I call neurotags, which is basically a 
programming on how your brain and body used to protect you at a certain time and whenever a certain situation that is similar to that traumatic experience comes up it basically kicks on your stress response mode and you know that's where the flood of emotions that's where those negative thoughts kind of come in i was definitely experiencing a neurotag but Anyways, going back to when I sprained my ankle by simply just stepping wrong and hearing that pop, I had so many concerned people around me and I was actually having a hard time allowing them to be there for me because in the past, whenever I got injured, it's like, oh no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Being injured is weakness and all of this stuff, even though I had this sense of relief that I most likely would not have to do my green belt testing. My instructor he's just like super concerned he's just like are you okay like do we need to carry you out of here and I'm just really concerned like you were going to test for your green belt and I luckily had a doctor in the class and he checked out my foot and luckily I didn't have a bad enough sprain to the point where my fibula broke because that is super common with an inversion sprain is if you pull the ligament hard enough sometimes it can just snap that little bone in your shin. Luckily I was able to bear weight and it was all good and everybody was super helpful. They wrapped my foot up, put ice on it, they gave me ibuprofen, gave me a snack and some water because I had some nausea going on. I was just like oh my gosh there had to have been stuff going on in internally and externally that causes injury for me because old Katie in the past would be like oh well fuck this like I'm out and I can't do this I can't prove myself I can't prove that I'm good enough and I just I just suck and injuries happen at the worst freaking time and just like getting like super angry about it and I didn't have any of that I was like okay this is not anything new this is a repeated pattern I was putting too much pressure on myself I was freaking out about my green belt I felt like I had to prove myself in order to be an instructor even though my Krav Maga instructor and the owner of the facility personally asked me because he thought I would be a great asset and even though I didn't have to necessarily prove it to him I felt like I still had to prove it to me because I wasn't necessarily in the same shape I didn't have the same body that I did back in the day and I didn't look like any of the other instructors so basically questioning why would he pick me if he sees what I'm capable of why can't I see it so it was just this whole convoluted like mental internal conflict mess and every time that I would go to Croft class and there would not be any women I just felt very very nervous very fearful about it I had a lot of anxiety those cause things going on and so my body is just like telling me especially in the winter time this is another habit of mine too not necessarily habit this is just something that I've noticed is around like November, December, I don't want to train super hard because I've noticed that with the seasons, my body is very in sync with that. And so in wintertime, I just kind of want to take things a little bit slower. I want to do more nourishing things, more easier pace. 
And I've noticed that when I do push myself like I had been, it actually causes me to go against the grain and I have a lot of resistance and then that's either when I get sick or I get injured or something happens to me physically to the point that I'm on my ass. That way I can take that rest. Well, this is no different with the ankle. Like I said, the ankle and different injuries and different pain spots, they are going to direct you to the mental and emotional things that are going on. For me, the ankle was a direct message that I was feeling guilt about my situation. And at first I was like, I don't know what emotion of guilt is tied to my ankle. Why would I feel guilty? And then I thought about it more. I didn't really want to train for my green belt in January. I just felt like I had to because I committed to it and it just ended up not working out and I was going against the natural rhythm of my body and what my body wanted. And I also did not feel ready to do the sparring portion in my green belt test because I'm still working through some trigger trauma moments. And again, you can't necessarily put a time limit on that. I was feeling guilty to tell my instructors, hey, I don't want to do a green belt test. I don't feel like I'm ready. I'm not sure if I even feel ready to be an instructor because I didn't want to let them down. That's where that guilt was coming from. I was feeling guilty for not wanting what other people wanted for me. And that was a huge, huge realization for me. I was like, holy cow, that's crazy. Another thing that the ankle represents is an inability to receive pleasure. And I'm not talking about pleasure and a sexual sense. I'm talking about doing things that like make me feel good, that make me feel happy, that allow me to receive help and support. I was not allowing myself to receive the support because I was kind of feeling guilt and shame for feeling like I can't do this right now. I'm working through all this trauma. I was starting to have a sense that I was weak, all of these things. And it was just something that, again, old programming that was coming up for me. When I was injured and everybody wanted to help me, I was really resistant. But in the past, when I had my injuries, I had not received that type of support, that type of understanding from my previous injuries. And now I was receiving all of the support and people were actually caring about it and were caring about me. I was not allowing myself to receive that support. I was also not allowing myself to trust what was best for me because another mental emotional component tied with the ankle is basically blocking your own happiness. And I was blocking my own happiness because number one, I wasn't opening up necessarily to what was going on with me internally because I didn't want to appear weak or that I wasn't good enough. Honestly, I just did not want to test for my green belt in January. I was going to do it in January because when I tested for my 
orange belt in June, it was so hot. Like it was like a hundred degrees, the AC broke. And I basically told myself that I would never test in the summertime again. And that's basically why I was so committed to test in January was because of that heat incident. However, I made it through, I didn't die, and I ended up testing the top of my class. But I was still holding on to the story that it needs to be in January and it needs to be sooner. I needed to have this pressure on because the sooner that I can get my green belt, the sooner that I can be an instructor and all of this. Again, it's just kind of spiraling. But this is what was happening. This is like the internal stuff that was going on. Your body listens to what your mind is telling you. And if you're not being aware or conscious of what is going on, you'll find out firsthand from a pain spot. I was experiencing pain, but I was just kind of pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And then my body's like, look, bitch, you are not listening. You are not listening to yourself. We want rest. We want to take things a little bit slower. You don't want to do your green belt. You are putting all of this pressure and stress on yourself and you're not freaking listening. So we are going to make sure that you listen. So here you go. Here's an ankle injury. You know, in the line of work that I do, it was the perfect message (laughs) because the body does talk to us through pain and pain is not out to get us. This is why I say I believe that injuries don't just happen to just happen. There are series of events. A lot of them come from a mental and emotional place, just like mine. I was putting all of this unnecessary stress on me. There are metaphysical reasons as to why a certain injury is coming up. Another thing with ankles is that this happened on my left side. And your left side is connected to your feminine side, which is about the flow, ease, trusting yourself, connecting with your intuition, all of that. Whereas the the right side is tied to your masculine, which is all about structure and the doing and taking action. Well, I was not honoring my flow, the the rhythm that my body wanted, which was to slow down right now and to take things a little bit slower. I was not listening. So my body's like, bitch, we're going to make you listen. That's basically how it came about. And when I took the time to sit down and write out all of the thoughts that were coming up for me on a mental level, that's when I like really started to connect the pieces. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) it makes total sense why I have this ankle injury now. It makes total sense. It, It was inevitable. These things were leading up to it. I just look at pain and the body and different ailments and injuries so differently now. And I'm so glad that I do because nine times out of 10, the mental and emotional component is a huge root cause. I mean, you can treat the physical part of it all day long, but if you're not addressing the internal struggles that are going on, you're not going to get to the root cause of it. And it's going to feel like you're never going to heal. It's going to feel like half-ass healing. Or you could be like me back in the day where you started to feel a little bit better 
and then would go back into training 110% and then end up with another injury because you were not listening to your body. And that was me. I was the queen of injuries for such a long time and I don't recommend doing that. Once I did the injury, I had an appointment with Brenna, who is an acupuncturist. And if you're not familiar with who she is, she was on the most recent episode in the Pain Reframed series talking about medicine reframed. And this was actually like the very first time that I was able to experience holistic alternative medicine. And I was so excited to experience it this way because yes, I did get checked out by a Western doctor and I had gone down that route a million times. I knew what they were going to do. Stay off your feet. Here's pain meds. You can't move your foot. All of this stuff. I didn't want to go down that route because I knew the pattern and I knew kind of the mindset that I would get into, which was just be spiraling. And it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm already doing things differently by addressing like what it means to have an ankle injury on a mental and emotional level, because that's the line of work that I do. And now I get to try a different type of medicine with Brenna. So we did acupuncture and I love the Chinese medicine because it looks at you as a whole. I had never felt so cared for, so seen in a medical setting than I did with this alternative holistic way of healing with Brenna. It was absolutely amazing. She asked me how I was feeling mentally and emotionally because certain pain spots and the emotions coming up are connected to different meridian points that which are energetic channels running through your body and a lot of them come from stored emotions. She was able to share with me like energy healing through Reiki and all of these different things, experiencing tuning forks, trying different special herbs. And it was such a new thing for me and I was learning so much. It was just really fun for me too. I was like, ooh, what do I get to experience now? And being able to do heat therapy and frequency therapy too to the point where it charges my body to activate cells to operate at healthy living cells and in turn is going to promote the healing process and accelerate it. It was just amazing. I was a firm believer about it. I had minimal pain, minimal swelling. This type of sprain usually takes about six to eight weeks to recover depending on how severe it was. And literally by like week three, after doing all of the different procedures, trying these special herbs and different like topical medications, I'm still like flabbergasted by it. Like I'm still blown away on how fast I healed from this because at the three week mark, I was able to do balancing exercises. I was able to walk. I was able to run. I was able to go up the stairs. I was actually able to do things without pain. And it's so, so cool because I was able to incorporate the work that I do doing rehabilitative exercises to strengthen the ligaments in there, 
but to also do the energy work and the clearing out the meridians and the acupuncture and all of the different alternative therapies that Brenna had offered and how much it really made an impact when it came to my overall healing and wellness. And her work overlaps mine so perfectly that the treatment for me was just the perfect merriment. However, I also listened to my body and I took things very, very slow. And I allowed myself to rest. I allowed myself to nourish myself because honestly, that's what my body had been wanting was to take things slower, especially during the holiday season and in wintertime. And I just was disregarding it. So I decided to take time off of Krav. I did treatment with Brenna about, I did it once a week. And then I continued doing the work on myself, addressing the mental and emotional components when it came to some of the root causes as to why my ankle sprained the way that it did. I also allowed myself to move because a lot of the times when we do have injuries, I was always told you don't move, you have to rest, do all of this stuff. However, movement is a very healing tool, an incredible healing tool when it comes to pain and injuries. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to use my own medicine. We're going to do rehabilitation. And just because I can't do the high impact training that I think I need, I can do some rehabilitative work. And I also have jumped into Pilates, which has been making me so sore. It's been addressing core, but I've been able to move my body in ways that are low impact and it also challenges the stability and balance of my ankle in a very safe and nourishing way which is what my body has been needing and my body has been responding amazing with it and I've been able to do yoga with it. I've also been cycle syncing my nutrition based off of my menstrual cycle and everything too because that was like another thing that I have been really wanting to try and just something in my body was telling me that this is what you need and it was just a huge huge awakening because I was not allowing myself to be in the flow of the path that I wanted for myself because in the past it was just like you push you push you push you go as hard as you possibly can and you've got to follow this diet instead of just really tuning into me and asking myself and my body what is it that I really need in this moment with all of that internal work that I did and then having the support of Brenna and doing acupuncture and different alternative therapies and actually doing things that I have been wanting to do like resting and reading and taking time off of my business and not feeling like I have to go to training. Throughout all of this, I wrote to my instructor and I was like, hey, this is what's going on. I'm going to take some days off. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. And I just was welcomed with just understanding and care. They're just like, we of course want you back as soon as possible, but take the time that you need. We'll be here. And it makes sense why you didn't feel ready 
to do your green belt test because I also opened up about that and that was a really raw moment for me and they're just like it makes sense like we're just going to prepare you for the green belt test that's going to be happening in July. We'll work on it now that I know what's going on with you. We can work through it together. And again, I just felt so supported and I honored what I wanted and that felt so much better in my body because the more and more that I was trying to force what didn't feel right, the more and more that my body was just like, no, no, you are not listening. The way that our body likes to communicate with us is through pain because oftentimes we are so stubborn, we are so distracted, we are going a million miles an hour that we don't listen to those subtle messages, those subtle signs that it has to be a little bit abrupt, it has to be a little bit painful in order for us to pay attention. Hence why I sprained my ankle because I was disregarding all of the internal conflicts of the anxiety and the fear and the pressure that I was feeling. This pressure that I was putting on myself in order to prove that I was good enough to be an instructor, that I was good enough to get my green belt and to prove that I had overcome a lot of the trauma stuff that has been going on. Just talking about that, it just seems heavy, doesn't it? That is what happen. Those are the series of events and I was not honoring my flow and what my body needed. And of course it happened like this. So you're probably asking how the heck do you even start to decode this? Well, first of all, I can link in the description box below. It's called a, the Mental and Emotional Pain Guide. You can download it and it just basically gives you a basic rundown of different joints and different common body ailments. If you want to get a little bit more specific, you can always go online and look up the metaphysical meaning of whatever it is. Like for me, I knew what ankle was, but I knew there was a little bit more in depth, especially to the type of sprain that I had. So I looked up the metaphysical meaning of an inversion sprain or like what is the spiritual meaning of foot pain or a broken rib or whatever it is, like insert the pain or ailment or injury that you have and it should pop up for you. You just kind of click on whatever feels drawn to you at that moment because that's what it was for me and that's when I really started to connect the pieces. But if you just want like a basic rundown on what the emotional and mental pain points are, you can download the guide down below in the description box for free and it'll be directly to your inbox. I wanted to share this with you because I know for me 10 years ago, if I had known about this, I would have healed a lot sooner because I would have gotten to the core issue at hand. What I did in the last three weeks was heal a lot of the core issues that caused my injuries in the first place 10 years ago that had led me down this path of chronic pain in injuries and just feeling miserable and being in a spiraling depression. It's basically not being in tune with my body and my desires and my wants and just coming from a place of trauma and stress and feeling like I need to prove myself. And that's not what our body 
wants for us. Our body wants to be able to move with ease. We want to be able to feel good about our choices and what we want moving forward. And we just make up these certain stories in our heads, which is probably something that happened to us in the past and we needed to do that in order to protect ourselves. But if you find yourself in the same pattern of injuries and pain, that story of protection may not be serving you anymore. So it's about looking at it in a different way, which is why I am so grateful for the work that I do, but also for the work that Brenna does and that I was able to experience alternative medicine in this way. And so in a sense, I'm so grateful that I sprained my ankle because it taught me things about myself on an internal level and I also got to experience alternative medicine and honestly, I love it. I think it's amazing. Everybody, I think, needs to try it even if it's just for preventative because that's what I'm doing now because it's something that I enjoy. Western medicine and alternative medicine can be blended together just like I did. I I did get checked out by a doctor. They did the manipulations and stuff and, you know, all of the things that go on with the medical exam, but I also was able to experience the alternative therapies, which I'm just so grateful for, and it was just so much fun for me. I look at pain and injuries in a totally different way and you can see by this journey on what series of events led up to that point and why I got that injury in the first place and you know when you're able to tackle the root cause of the mental and emotional aspect and decode those messages that's when you can promote healing so much easier. So I'm excited that I get to go back to Krav Maga training and I am still honoring my body during the nourishing movements with Pilates and everything. But this was just a huge eye-opener for me. So I hope that this allows you to open up about your pain, your injuries that you may have in a different way because If it's something that keeps repeating or you just feel like it's completely random, it's not really random. It's coming up for a reason and it's your body's way of getting your attention. And this is one of the best ways that we can do this. So that is my story. That is my message on how to decode the messages from your body. And if you're unsure on how to do that, highly encourage you to book and intensive with me or you can look it up on your own you can download that free mental and emotional pain guide it's entirely up to you but I am now offering intensives I am excited to help you and if you're not sure what like a pain intensive is just message me. Message me on Instagram at the Katie Sutton, or you can email me at suttonkatie17 at gmail. I hope that you got some good insights because this was a huge, huge realization for me. Maybe you learned something from this episode, but I will catch you in the next one. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and for expanding your own pain awareness. Every time you listen to this podcast, you are building new neural pathways in the brain to break out of the vicious pain cycle. If this episode served you in any way, I ask that you share it with somebody who you think would benefit so they can start breaking out of their unique pain cycle today. 
When we are educated and informed about pain, we are equipped and empowered to get out and stay out of pain. If you have any questions or thoughts, I'm here to help. You can direct message me on Instagram at the Katie Sutton. I'd be happy to personally connect with you so you can start unleashing pain freedom today.